You're listening to the Extraordinary Everyday Podcast with Wendy Johnson, episode number two. Welcome to the Extraordinary Everyday Podcast, where women come to be inspired and motivated to become the best version of themselves and elevate the quality of their everyday. Now, here's your host, certified life coach, Wendy Johnson. Hello, friends. How are you doing? How are you feeling? How's your year going? So far, I'm having a fabulous year, but there's one thing that I've run into and that's motivation. I don't always feel motivated to work. And that's why today I want to talk about motivation and I want to give you four tips on how to find motivation. And I want to give you three tips on what to do when your motivation fades. So let's talk about the trap that we find ourselves in, and that's waiting to feel motivated. And when we lose our motivation, a lot of us, myself included, most people decide to give up and they say, I'm just not feeling good. I'm just not feeling up to it. I've lost my ideas or I'm going to do what I feel like doing until I feel motivated or I just don't have the time. And this is what I don't want you to do because I want you to know that whatever your mind is saying, those are just suggestions and it doesn't mean that they're true or they're factual. And the reason why I think you shouldn't do this is you have to figure out how to move through the resistance in order to get any results you want. You can't just sit around and wait for the resistance to go away and put things on hold and wait until you feel motivated. I want to talk about what is motivation exactly. Motivation is the desire or willingness of someone to do something. The reason why you're not motivated, I'm going to give you some key points that you could look at. And one, the main one is starting with your why. And your why is your fuel that's going to keep you showing up even when you don't feel like it. And it will remind you of why it's important to write it down and to have it near your goal as a reminder that this is why you're doing it. And your why is what drives you internally. And it has nothing to do with how much success or money you have. It just has to do with your drive and your inspiration behind this goal. And the second point I want to talk about is imagine not doing it. Imagine the consequence. What pain will you feel if you don't do it? I think you would feel disappointed in yourself. And I don't like the feeling when I'm disappointed and I don't show up for myself. I could feel embarrassed because I've already told people I'm going to do something and then I don't show up for it. Or I'm just plain disappointed in myself. And, you know, there's some shame And there's fear too, that you listen to the fear and you allowed it to hold you back. And the third tip I want to talk about 
is to imagine the rewards. So imagine, fast forward, and imagine you've done the task that you wanted to do. What pleasure will you feel if you show up and you want to bask in that feeling of accomplishment? Well, one of my favorite feelings is feeling proud of myself. And I show up even when I don't feel like it because I want to be proud of myself. I want to feel like I'm, I've got my own back and I'm showing up for what I say I'm going to do. And I love this quote from the author, Stephen Pressfield, and he has a book called The War of Art that I just read this last year, which I think gets at the core of motivation. And to paraphrase what Pressfield says, he says, at some point, the pain of not doing it becomes greater than the pain of doing it. So in other words, at some point, it's easier to do it and to change than to stay the same and hold yourself back waiting for that motivation. It's easier to take the action and feel insecure at doing something new than it is to sit still and experience self-loathing on the couch. It's easier to feel awkward and uncomfortable and show up than say you're making a sales call and you don't want to make the calls on the phone and you freeze and you put it off until the the next day. Well, you're just going to feel disappointment and you're going to have a dwindling bank account because you are not reaching your sales quota. So this, I think, is the essence of motivation, that every choice has a price. And when we're motivated, it's easier to bear the inconvenience of action than the pain of remaining the same. So somehow we cross this mental threshold, usually after weeks of procrastination, when you have an impending deadline, and it becomes more painful to do the work than to actually do it. You may have experienced this where you wait and you write your paper and you save it for the last minute. You may have to pull an all-nighter. And it's that procrastination has finally it's ran its course. And in order to meet the deadline, it's going to be more painful if you don't show up and do the work and write the paper and you won't get the grade that you want. It's the inconvenience of just acting with the pain and knowing the pain will not be there for very long. It's passing to the other side. And the fourth tip I want to recommend is getting started in a very small way. And I mean very small. One of the surprising things about motivation is that it often comes after starting a new behavior, not before. We have this common misconception that motivation arrives as a result of passively consuming a motivational video or reading an inspiring book. However, it's the active inspiration that is the powerful motivator. It's actually taking the action. So what I, I want to emphasize, motivation is often the result of action, not the cause of it. 
So get started in very small ways in form of some kind of active inspiration that naturally produces momentum. And I like to refer this effect as the physics of productivity, because this is basically Newton's first law applied to habit formation. Objects in motion tend to stay in motion. So once a task has begun, it's easier to continue to move it forward. Once you're in motion, it's that start that is so painful. So for an example, say that you are telling yourself you're going to get up in the morning first thing and you're going to run three miles and you wake up and it's a little cold outside and you put it off. Oh, I'll do it after work. I'll do it later in the day. And then as the day goes on, the inspiration and the motivation fades. I would say get started in a small way. One way to get started is just to put your running clothes at the bed and get yourself dressed. You don't have to force yourself to run the three miles. Maybe the first day, all you do is get up and get dressed. And then the second day, the next time you plan to run, you go outside and you walk around the block. It's just getting yourself in the habit of doing something in very small ways. And you build up to that three miles. Maybe you only tell yourself you're going to run for five minutes or 10 minutes, which would be about a mile. So it's just getting your body in action. Want to summarize the four tips I have for motivation is number one, start with your why. Number two, imagine the consequence of not doing it and the pain of not showing up. Number three, imagine the reward, the feeling of pleasure that you'll have. And number four, make it easy to get started and motivation follows the action. And now I want to talk about three tips on how to remind yourself on motivation when you feel like giving up and when your motivation fades. I want to reemphasize that your mind su gives suggestions and what your mind says isn't always true. So your mind is going to come up with all kinds of self-sabotaging behavior that is going to tell you, oh, I'm too tired today. I just don't feel like it. I feel like taking a nap. And what you want to do when you have these kind of thoughts and it's time to work on your goal is just to take a moment and press the pause button and notice. So you become aware of the thoughts, those thoughts that are stopping you. They, they're keeping you comfortable, basically. They are keeping you safe. And that's what the brain is for. It was to protect us if we were in, in like in a fight or flight. But that's not so in our modern world. It's still going to try to keep you stuck and safe, but it's just noticing those thoughts that they're only suggestions. And the third tip I want to give you is just to remind yourself when you feel like giving up that the discomfort is temporary, that any task that you work on or any workout that you do 
it'll be over quickly. And say your workout will be finished in an hour. Your report will be done. Life is so much easier than it was 300 years ago. If you didn't go and kill the food or build the house, you would die. Today, we whine about the silliest things such as losing the phone charger or getting stuck at a five-minute traffic light. So it's maintaining perspective that life is good and your discomfort is temporary. So allow yourself to step into the discomfort and let that discomfort strengthen you. The third tip I have for reminding yourself when you want to give up and you're not motivated is that there's there's no regrets of hard work when it's done. And Theodore Roosevelt said, far and away, the best prize that life has to offer is the chance to work hard at work worth doing. We want to have flat stomachs. We want to have strong arms, but we don't want to grind through the workout. We don't want to do the work. We just want to be that way. We want the final result, but we don't want the failed attempts to get it. We want the gold medal, but we don't want the grind. And I always like to remind myself that starting is hard, but finishing is so worth the feeling of accomplishment. I'm wondering, what do you do when you feel like giving up? Do you show up or do you listen to those mind, those thoughts, those suggestions in your head that now's not a good time, I can do it later. I just really don't feel like it. I have those thoughts every day. What is it that you do? I would love to know. Here's a recap of what to do when motivation fades. I gave you three tips. And and tip number one is the mind suggestion. So to become aware of the thoughts that your mind is suggesting And tip two, discomfort is temporary. It'll be over. And it's easier to get it done than it is to be on the other side thinking about it and dreading it. And number three, no regrets of hard work done. You'll never regret once you've done the work and you've done the hard work and you show up for yourself. So just the simple act of showing up and having the courage to do the work any way you can is a victory worth celebrating. And it's always hard starting, but making progress on your dreams and goals and relishing is at the finish, is at the at the end of the year next year when you reflect back that's the goal, what you're deciding to do now and the work that you have to put in to get it. And I remind myself every day of the why and the consequence of not doing it, imagining the reward and feeling the pleasure and celebrating those small wins and just making it easy to get started doing whatever you can to just get yourself started and then the motivation will follow. I hope you found this helpful. I would love to hear from you. Please share with me. You can go to my Instagram at Wendy Johnson. That's at Wendy period Johnson lower slash. And please share with me 
What do you do to get yourself motivated? And what goal are you accomplishing this year? What are you aiming for? I would love to know. I hope you all have a beautiful week and I'll be here next week. Hey, if you enjoy listening to this podcast, you have to come check out More You, my community of like-minded women. We show up to create the highest version of ourselves and elevate the quality of our everyday along the way. Head over to ontracklifecoaching.com forward slash join. That's O-N-T-R-A-C lifecoaching.com forward slash join. I'd love to see you in there. And if you haven't grabbed your copy of the Mindset Makeover, head over to ontracklifecoaching.com forward slash makeover and get a copy that teaches and inspires you to show up as your most extraordinary self.